Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. On a day where the Supreme Court of the United States decided to set us back 50 years and then some, we are going to do our best to distract you from the abomination that is this country's policies. And that's really all I have to say without getting into trouble. Yeah, you know, that's why we play video games, to escape the real world. Hey, welcome to the Gamers 2 Podcast. And I've been trying to escape it a lot lately. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. So I come here, you know, we... Whisper sweet video game news nothings into your ear. Sweet video game news nothings. Distract you from the real world. Distract you from all the, real the terrible world. things going on. It's on fire. Yeah, I don't even want to build list them. the guillotines. I don't even want to list them because we're here to the whole <laughs> podcast hour would just be us listing things that are wrong. Everyone would be like, wow, that took a turn. Yeah, took a dark one. Dark took a, turn. Took a dark and a wake up one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Wake was, up, sheeple! Oh God, he was gonna do it. I knew he was gonna do it. I couldn't. I couldn't cut him off before I got it out. Uh, uh, it was obviously the the gun reasoning is the hysterical like double speak that obviously old uh, old people in politics do all the time. But the double funniness of it, and it's not funny, but like just the the timing being peak america you know this is america the whole we just bring yeah, out yeah. bring out childish gambino and everything else uh they were celebrating the ratification of title nine okay literally like the day before mm-hmm. and then went oh cool you guys had your moment by the way let us shit on you by the way here's a hot steaming, steaming. pile of shit known as the supreme court and by the way we have the run so expect more yeah, yeah. Basically, I we can't stop shitting. I don't understand why, but we're going to keep going. It's coming out of all of our orifices. We are, actually, turns out, just shit. Who would have thought that if you're a politician, you are literally a flesh-covered shit bag? You're a pile of shit that can walk and talk. Both of those Some are debatable. Barely. Yeah, they're both debatable. Yeah. Barely, barely there. Anyway, hey, but you know, if you don't want to think about it and you want to distract yourself, uh, you could buy some video games and beam them directly into your eyeballs while you twitch your fingers around, and you know, hopefully, it'll give you that warm, fuzzy feeling on the inside. There it is <laughs> again, that funny feeling. Give you the fizzle between listening to Bo Burnham's Thirty and Funny Feeling. The playlist is going to get some work this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got some old men on this podcast now. It had some old men on this podcast. <laughs> Just because 30 got hit doesn't necessarily mean I'm, you know, any. Nah, I'm older. The gray was before 30, though. Every day I'm like, man. A ton of bricks. Just every morning I'm just like, fuck me. Yeah, How did and, this happen? And every morning, I'm just waiting now with bated breath. You know, which, maybe... which is the one where I hear every part of me pop, and then I can't move out of bed. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's just so a matter there. of being ready for it when it does. Anyway, speaking of things, uh, I'm going to talk about one thing that's not on that list. Yeah. Uh, it's a game that I am going to double-check the name of right now, 
because I don't want to be wrong, but I saw it came out the week before on Steam. Interesting. And it's one I've talked about before. Okay. Wanted to make sure I was correct. Freshly Frosted. Freshly Frosted. It's a puzzle-solving game. I believe there are uh, 144 different puzzles. And you are... Top-down view, conveyor belts of donuts. Mm. So you, you have donuts coming out of uh, some light conveyors, and then you have destinations for them. Okay. And now you have to potentially decorate them as they go, and the destinations only will take the correct configuration. So you have to build your path and everything such that they get icing or they get berries or they get sprinkles or they get whatever hmm. and you you know do a whole thing uh what's your favorite donut Ooh, ooh. i i think i end up probably staying basic now that's because if you go to like i i stay basic only because you, you can get it anywhere because you obviously go to a specialty shop yeah and at that point donut numbers go massive yeah in terms of what i would like but Something about me just really likes the idea of a headlight. That's fair. Standard headlight. That's fair. To that same effect, though, I would also take, like, a uh, finger. Yeah. Chocolate or vanilla doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, like, the same thing, just with a dot of icing or not. Mm-hmm. If I was going to go for a filled donut, I'm going to go for a Bavarian cream filled donut. Yeah. Yeah. Bavarian cream's good. Boston cream. Two different creams. Two different creams, close enough. I I err on the side of Bavarian. Boston's good, but it, Bavarian's better. Yeah. The problem is, with the mass production of donuts, I feel like they're morphing into the same thing, which is unfortunate. See, I think that, and then there was something I had... Oh, God, what was it? I also like the chocolate-filled ones that are powdered on the outside. Okay, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. And if they're fresh... They have to be fresh. If Any... if If they're fresh, I will take a glazed donut. Hmm. Specifically from anywhere? Does that, you know what? If it's fresh, I'll eat it. Because I'll smash a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, well, Krispy Kremes, I'll smash a lot of. Yeah. But, I mean, they're basically air. When they're fresh. Air and sugar. They're amazing. Uh, my issue with powdered donuts. Now, I like them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's... But don't last as well left out as other donuts. Yeah, for sure. They get crunchier faster. For sure. For sure. That's true. Um, but yeah, freshly frosted. I played it at PAX in 2020 when Dewey and I were there. And it was my game of the show and I was just super pumped. I just, I don't know why. It just connected with me and I was like, yeah, I build puzzles and make donuts. Yeah. Send it. I mean, when those simple games click, it's a glorious experience. Yeah. And now it's out. It's on sale. It's on Steam. And I will probably be playing it later this weekend. Ring ador- endorsement. Yes. Other endorsements include, number one, Summoner's Fate for the PC. Number two, Anvil Saga for the PC. Number three, ESO High Isle made its way to consoles. Number four, Fall Guys makes its way to the new, to PS5, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, I believe it's free on Xbox. Number five, Planet Zoo Conservation Pack. Oh, get a little DLC. Number six, Shadowrun Trilogy for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number seven, Wreckfest for the Switch. Number eight, Fire Girl, Hack and Splash, Rescue, DX for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number nine, Deliver Us to the Moon for the PlayStation and Xbox. Number 10, Naraka Blade Point goes to Xbox. Number 11, Sonic Origins for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 12, AI, The Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative in the U.S. anyway for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. I hope I said any of that right. No, number 13, Capcom Fighting Collection for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 14, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes for the Switch. Number 15, Madison for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And number 16, Pocky and Rocky Reshined for the PlayStation and the Switch. New games. There it was. Games. Games. Uh, Odds or evens? Uh, Evens. Okay. I don't know what they are. But evens. 
Okay, number one. Welcome to what looks to be a slow and possibly boring week. The Supreme um, Court said, fuck you. <laughs> exhibit A. Well, you know, Game that's boys. a whole nother world of experiences. That's true. Um, exhibit A is Electronics Arts CEO Andrew Wilson saw his pay decline in 2021 following a vote from shareholders to lower executive bonuses. In a uh, new company filing spotted by Axios, the firm reported that Wilson received $20 million in the 12 months ending on March 31st, 2022. Wilson was paid $40 million uh, the year prior. However, the CEO will still is was still awarded a sizable stock bonus of $30 million for the same period. Uh, the company's board of directors said the bonus was, quote, in the best interest of stockholders, given the heightened competition for top executive talent and the need to continue to retain and motivate Mr. Wilson. I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to be quick to say that I can get motivated for less than that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. You want to, you guys want to save some money? Twenty mil. I'll run your company. Yeah, give it to me. Easy. I've, I look at this. I've already saved you ten million. I hate the excuse of like. You know, like, to a certain extent, I get it. Like, you get someone good, you want to retain them, you should pay them more, obviously. Right. That's how that works. But I think we're in the point of excess with these motherfuckers. Here's here's the issue. Because somebody says that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to you wanna retain, you want to you pay them, yada, yada. Why is that only true at the top? Yeah. That's the issue. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you you get your man in there, and he'll squeeze. He'll fucking get that blood from that stone. That's true. I mean, he will get blood from a stone uh, until the stone wants to leave, and then he realizes he has no more stones. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. I guess. I mean, uh, apparently Amazon might be going through that in 2024. Set that whole story going around, which I did not read, and I don't know if it's actually true or if it's just bullshit. Where they're like, oh, we're going to run out of workers by 2024. Oh, I, I, saw, like, I saw some stuff like that. And it's like, well, you guys also have like horrible practices usually. So I, yeah. I, I, here's a thought. I'm it's sure they're... Uh, Fix your environment? Yeah. I'm sure their turnover is uh, massive. Same same thing in, in discussing... Fuck it, we're in a workforce conversation now. Uh, discussing like... Rise up! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like com- companies trying to find people, right? Mm-hmm. In not my company, but like in my sector, everybody's going like IT. That is, everybody's going to like remote jobs or whatever. And companies are willing to pay a lot of people and not squawk at like, no, we need to retain people or bring people in. And there's a lot of movement happening. Mm-hmm. And there's some companies that I directly know that are so stuck in the mud of like, oh, well, we need people on site or we need, uh, you know, no, we're not doing, we're not doing remote work. No, we won't pay people a competitive salary. Like they don't understand yet that they aren't competing anymore Mm -hmm. with Tom down the street. Fucking Tom. They're competing with Frank in California and Steve in Microsoft and, uh, ask him in the closet in Australia. Like they're competing against the entire world for talent now because remote is not a ridiculous thing. But they still want to offer bullshit wages and be like, "Oh man, nobody wants to work for us." I, maybe up your price. Yeah. Here's just a wild thought. Or you know, rise up. Rise up, eat the rich. Uh, what other sayings can we throw in there? I don't know. I had a conversation with a with another uh, ah about the land with not a not a coworker but like an acquaintance, and him and I were discussing something, and he was just like, "Hey, if you know anybody looking for like a a job, we're like bleeding people over here and just losing bodies." And I was like, "Yeah, it sounds about right." Uh, but no, I don't know anybody. One, I don't know anybody because I know what you're going to pay them, and I would never recommend it. And two, because I actually don't know anybody. <laughs> 
Number two, Diablo Immortal has been delayed in China just days before its planned release. While regulators had already approved the game for launch, the company said over the weekend it would not make its planned debut due to a need for gameplay improvements and, quote, multiple optimization adjustments, end quote. No new launch window was given. The delay also comes shortly after the Diablo Immortal account on Chinese social media site Weibo was banned for making new posts for, quote, violation of related laws and regulations, a.k.a. we know likey. Okay, we changed our mind. Uh, you must give us more money and then we'll let you we'll let you play. I feel like China has probably a lot of laws that basically boil down to we know likey in the moment. Yeah. <clears throat> like, ah, you broke this new law. We know like you. <laughs> no, no. No, no. You give me more money to look not at you. <laughs> Oh, China. Which is hysterical because knowing how the microtransactions are in that game, that's probably a massive market for them. Oh, I bet it is. They might be the ones to single-handedly... They're probably shaking them down for a bigger cut. They're probably like... Oh, probably. Like, you know, give us... I don't know. 50. Yeah. <laughs> give, give us like 50% and then we'll let you, let you do it. Uh, number three, Bungie has won a lawsuit against cheat creator Elite Boss Tech. Uh, the part the two parties reached an agreement to end the suit filed in August 2021, uh, which will see the software maker pay Bungie 13.5 million dollars in damages. Elite Boss Tech's cheat software for Destiny 2 quote displays a graphical overlay and quote that integrates into Bungie's copyrighted work to create an unlicensed offshoot. Uh, the cheat maker also admitted to willful infringement, as well as the fact that its software violates the DMCA's anti-circumvention uh, provisions set up by Bungie. So, yeah, they won that one. Bungie. Law Division. Getting a raise. I'm doing it. Doing uh, the thing. Do we, do we talk about Bungie again later or no? Uh, we talk about Bungie again at some point. I don't remember what it's about, though. I just remember the DMCA thing. It is a lawsuit against uh yes okay. we'll talk about that later then it's in the short stuff but you know speaking of copyright we'll uh, we'll get there yeah number four activision blizzard shareholders voted in favor of new york's proposed annual abuse report the report which i don't it's just a really weird way to say that what's your annual abuse report how full is it <laughs> Basically, I mean, yeah. it's just like, tell us about your abuse. <laughs> just... <laughs> report on yourselves again. Yeah. The report would be expected to disclose total number of disputes settled by the company and the amount of money spent in doing so. Progress towards reducing the average amount of time taken to resolve such complaints either internally or through litigation. Total number of pending complaints regarding sexual abuse, harassment, or discrimination. And amount of hours worked and pay issued as required by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Oh, Activision Blizzard. Speaking of. Yep. Speaking of, a majority of Activision Blizzard shareholders have voted in favor of re-electing the firm's 10 directors to the board, including CEO Bobby Kotick. Around 91% of shareholders voted to extend the current board's term to the end of the next annual meeting in 2023. Approximately 88% voted in favor of the company's executive compensation package, which included a base salary and short- and long-term financial incentives to C-level employees. Shareholders uh, were massively against appointing an employee representative for the firm, with 95% voting against the proposition. Big surprise. True. Uh, I feel like all of this is null and void once they actually get acquired, because then Microsoft just is your shareholder. So Yeah, I'm wondering if this was just like, oh, we don't want to deal with it. Let's just... Yeah, we're, we're pushing it until that's Status quo until, until the deal closes. Number six, PlayStation will not be attending Gamescom in 2022. The information was announced via German publication Games Wirtschaft. Yeah. Wirtschaft. Ooh. I believe. 
uh, which confirmed with Sony that it won't be going to Cologne this year and won't have announcements in the opening night live. Activision Blizzard, Take-Two, and Nintendo had previously announced that they wouldn't be going to Gamescom either. Gamescom 2022 will run from August 24th to the 28th, and it will be the first time the show returns as a physical event since the start of the pandemic. It's a little disappointing. Yeah. That so many people are... It's, it's one thing. Out. It's one thing to not go. It's another thing to say like we're not even going to show anything in opening night live, and that's kind of yeah. like really yeah. why not? Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're. I, I. It's almost like it's worse than we think it is with the fact that like they just don't. No one has anything, which is going to be there really depressing because we're going to be dealing with these like ripple effects for, like the next like two or three years. Um, number seven, the summer game fest seemed to be a success. Jeff Kelly announced some metrics via Twitter. There were 27 million live streams, 3.5 million peak concurrent global viewers, over 6,000 co-streamers, and almost double the amount of social media activity as of, you know, compared to last year. Also, Jeff has shared his thoughts about going head-to-head with E3 uh, in an interview. Quote, E3 said they're coming back. Which, I don't know what that means, right? I don't know what E3 is. I think we, we got to define what E3 is before we can say it, if it's comp- competitive or not. We're super, super happy with this experience. And the publishers who are really our partners on this seem really happy with this as well. So we're just going to kind of keep doing what we're doing and scaling it up. End quote. Basically, it's like, are they even our competition? I, I think he's right. That's what we've been saying. We've been yeah. saying that same thing about E3 for the last four years. Yep. What is it? Like what? It, the moment everybody started pulling out and they're like, oh, yeah, no, E3 is still a thing. It's like, what are you? Is it? So, again, Keely and us, same page. Number eight, a documentary, right? Yeah. A documentary series that details the history of the Xbox console has been awarded a daytime Emmy Award. I don't something about that sentence seems like a slap in the face. Power on the story of Xbox produced by 10100. <laughs> Terrible name. Yeah. So that should it's got to be binary for something, right? 10100. Uh, let's see here. 10 to the 100. Who cares? I don't give a shit actually. Shares stories from pivotal moments of the console's 20-year lifespan. From the design of the first ever prototype to the conception of Xbox Live and Game Pass, the series was released in December last year following the 20th anniversary of the original Xbox console. It has also recently won other accolades, including winner of the People's Voice Webby Award for Documentary, as well as 16 Telly Awards. Don't know what those are. I assume awards dealing with television. Same. Um... It's 14 in Hex. I don't, I don't want it in Hex. That's significant at all. I just wanted what the readout would have been in binary. Who gives a shit? You, um, you and your Hex over there. I mean, it's what? It's going to be some random letter. and Yes. That's, that's it. Like it probably actually, if it's fourteen and hacks, it probably doesn't even make it to a letter. It's probably like some random character. Wingdings. It's. I'm not gonna make that joke. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. was just, it was just gonna be some weird, obscure. Oh yeah, that stopped us before. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. My iPad's tweaking out. Twerking out. Number nine. Is that where we are? Yep. Oh, speaking of terrible names, according to a report from 91 Mobiles, based on information provided by OnLeaks, Sony might be announcing a new lineup of gaming headsets. Rather than being specifically PlayStation branded like Sony's Pulse headset, the three headsets will apparently be part of a new gaming hardware brand called InZone, which could also include a pair of gaming displays. Leaked images show the three so-called H-series headsets with a similar white color scheme to the existing Pulse headset. The H3 is wired and has a USB-C port with a physical volume dial. There's a button marked NC-AMB shown in the renderings of the H3 
which suggests it might support noise cancellation and have an ambient audio mode to allow players to hear what's going on around them. The H7 and H9, meanwhile, are wireless and can connect over Bluetooth or with an included USB dongle. The H9 is the more premium of the two and reportedly supports noise cancellation. Uh, all three support 3D 60, 360 degree spatial audio. There are no official details on which platforms the headsets will support, but most likely PC and PlayStation, of course. Leaker Tom Henderson reports that the company could also be developing a pair of Endzone branded gaming displays. Uh, interesting. Kind of uh, makes me think that this is them doubling down even more on the PC side of things. You know, they have their PlayStation stuff that's like, oh, this is for PlayStation. And now they'll have their stuff that's like PC stuff. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued. Part of me, and this is due to me not 100% paying attention, obviously. Mm-hmm. Does it have a, a microphone built in? I would assume so, because they're referring to them as headsets. and not Which headphones. I kind of wish they didn't. Have microphones built in? Mm-hmm. I wish they were gaming headsets, which for the 3D spatial audio and everything like that. But then just don't bother with a microphone. Or have it detachable, at least. So I could use them, like just connect them to my phone and wander around. And I could use them as regular headsets. And then when I throw them on and like I'm playing Call of Duty, I have 360 sound. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. And then I'm also, those do kind of exist. I'm just not paying $400 for them, which is the issue. Yeah. Yeah, so that's we'll see. fair. Because I, I, that's my other thing. It's like, what's the price? Yeah, um, I'm like, what's the price? And then what's going to differentiate it from the competition? Especially, had well, even monitors as well. There's a lot of yep. good competition in both of those segments. Yeah. The so. monitors, I'm, I'm kind of curious about. Like, I, I feel like Sony's a known quantity with their headphones and headsets. Like, you kind of know what you're going to get. Whereas the monitors, like, they make good TVs that usually have interesting feature sets, but like, yeah, but a monitor is a monitor is a different beast. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is it going to translate into a monitor? Like if you, you you need a low MS, you need, yeah. If you do potential, some, some type of syncing. If you do like, if you bring the same quality and feature set to your, your monitors, then cool. But I feel like Sony won't, they won't understand what people want in a gaming monitor. I feel like it's also potentially just the trap. Yeah. Oh, I have a Sony TV. I'll shoot a Sony monitor. Yeah, problem yeah. solved. And it's like, mm, you got to... Mm. But we'll see. What's going to be really funny is they're going to come out with Sony gaming monitors, and they're not going to have good compatibility with PS5. That's true. Which is... That would be classic. So They like won't be HDR. Yeah, or they will something simple like that. They'll be just... like 1440p, which the PS5 can't yeah. do. 1440p. So I'll just be like, what the fuck? Number ten, Epic Games has finally introduced a rating system to its online store, and it's designed in a way that's intended to prevent waves of negative user reviews from happening all at once. A practice more commonly known as review bombing. Instead of allowing anyone to review a game they own, random players who have played a game for more than two hours will be asked to review it on a five-star scale, according to an Epic Games blog post. Those scores will then be calculated to create the overall rating for each game. Yeah, all right. Hopefully it works in the way they intend. Yeah. I like that idea of like, you know, you have to you have to own the game and you have to have played it for two hours, then at that point it'll be random. But at the same time, like I feel like the majority of people don't review things. I that's definitely true, but also there's the joy of it. You've seen the Steam reviews where somebody puts like the down thumb and it's like this game sucks, it's yada yada yada, and then it because it always shows their hours played on it, and it's something like one thousand seven hundred hours and they're like what (laughs) yeah yeah so i don't know i'm curious but by removing that and then just having a uh a calculated score based on everything that might save that existing Mm -hmm. uh ratings ubisoft ceo yeet yeet 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You got it. I believe. Ubisoft CEO, Yigimo. <laughs> uh, we'll be taking a 30% pay cut for the financial year 2022. Gima. Gima. Uh, Gima's compensation will still reach uh, 625,000 euros, but compared to his 1 million euros uh, from last year. So, less money. Cool. Talking to Axios, a Ubisoft representative confirmed, quote, This is a personal decision by Yi Gimal, which he took considering that the company had not reached the financial targets that had publicly communicated to the markets, end quote. The old uh, Japanese um, yeah, yeah, yeah. tactic there. Yeah. The old we fail, we all fail type move. Yeah, yep. which respect to that but also hysterical that he takes a 30 percent cut from down from 1 million to 600,000 andrew wilson's like i'm gonna take a cut but i'll take a 30 million dollar bonus fuck off yeah the pay difference there too is hilarious so he made in it last year he made 1 million dollars yep last year what do we say andrew wilson made uh 40 million dollars in the previous year yep Insane. Number 12. Several major games and technology firms have come together to form the Metaverse Standards Forum, a new group dedicated to setting standards for this growing space. The Metaverse Standards Forum models itself on other standards-developing organizations, such as the World Wide Web Consortium, with of course it's called Consortium, the Open AR Cloud, and the Kronos Group, a consortium dedicated to establishing interoperability standards for 3D graphics. All three of these groups, as well as the Open Geospatial Consortium and the Web3D Consortium, they got to stop using that word, are involved in the forum. <laughs> From the game space, founding members include Sony Interactive Entertainment, Microsoft, Epic Games, Unity, Meta, formerly Facebook, and NVIDIA. Writers note that neither Roblox nor Niantic are currently on board. Interesting to just name only those two. Other companies already involved so far include Adobe, Autodesk, HTC, Huey, Qualcomm, and furniture retailer IKEA. <laughs> IKEA's just like, yeah, fuck it. Sure. IKEA, we're in. We're in. Um, you guys all use our furniture, so yeah, sign us up. Roblox and Niantic were specifically pointed out because they have um they've claimed either that they are or are building a metaverse. Oh, okay. Yeah, Roblox true. That makes sense. Niantic doesn't, but yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, ugh. I guess this is like really a thing now. Um, number 13, World of Warcraft Dragonflight is apparently coming out in 2022 with pre-orders already available. Pre-orders are available. And, uh, so coming out in 2013, or coming out in 2013, well, actually, you know what, fuck it, yeah, coming out in 2013, no, coming out in 2023, uh, the joke is, the reason that is, is because when you go to that page on the launcher, it says coming out on or before December 31st, 2023, which we anytime have seen that get posted for any game ever. It is just a placeholder for end of the year, and it can be moved into next year still. Like mm-hmm. it happens; it's not a concrete thing. You know, part of it. I think we've talked about this before, and I expected them to want to launch it this year and not do it next year. Part of me thinks they still potentially end up delaying it into January. Part of me thinks that they release it at the beginning of November. So I'm not convinced one way or the other. It's just an interesting. I kind of feel like with the way that worlds, the race world first happened last time that they should just hold it till late winter, early spring. It's, it's better to release the first week after the new year than to the the only because of that based exactly on what you said the only times i can see them releasing are late first early second week of november which would put the race starting the week after thanksgiving or like the prep for it starting the week after thanksgiving and then after that you have to delay into november or sorry, into January. Oh, my God, my calendar months are getting screwed up in my head. Then you have to delay into January because you don't want to do what you did at the beginning of Shadowlands where you were having people do the race to world first over Christmas. Yeah, I mean... Christmas, New Year's, like all the holiday travel, everything. And you have them av- avoiding you know families and whatever else that they wanted to do. I feel like it would also like give them a space to have attention you know yeah. and to have beginning of the new year cram it into like november or december it's like there's so much other shit happening like you can cram it in to do the race if you release your x-pack and like i said late first early second week of november you can do your race right after thanksgiving where there's kind of nothing except the game awards the only thing anybody's looking at is like the game awards and even that you're who cares like it's a once that night show on a Thursday. Okay. You're going to tell me somebody can't have both open if they really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And even then race to world first is going to pull more people in the game awards. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It kind of whatever. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if I, if I would feel concrete in saying it's coming out this year. I'm, I don't know. Hmm. Any strong feelings about the uh, talent trees that they've they've released? I like what I see. Obviously, so we've only seen the Death Knight and the Druid trees. I like what I see, but if you're a solo player, I don't know if it gives... And, and I just mean like as a solo player, like you do most like pugging content. You don't have a group you play with or whatever. I don't know that it gives you it. It's good. It needs to be done. Currently, there's just literally talents that have never been picked in three expansions. That's not good. Uh, so redoing the system is a massive thing that needs to get done. But if you're a solo player, having all that choice, you maybe you'll flip it around like a couple times, but you're going to take everything that you just need to like survive on your own. Where once you have a group of, you know, a raid or a dungeon, I'll use a dungeon as a perfect example. If you have a group of five people that you guys could kind of craft each other's trees around what the other ones could bring. So you can put, you can problem solve different ways potentially. Mm-hmm. And that opportunity sounds like a lot of fun to me. Like, oh, you're bringing a whatever. I cannot bother and go a different way. Or 
maybe I just bother anyway because I just needed to get to other things and whatever. Who gives a shit? That's the one thing that might still happen that I'm not sure if I like that. As much variety as there is, and there could be, and it could be really interesting. You also, depending on like what they are, you have two things and that's it. Yeah. Now, I think Druid is one of the, I joked with the guys in the, or the former guild and whatever, because when they came out, we were talking about it or whatever. And I was like, they showed the best class. They showed Druid. Arguably, like, the best one to show to show off a bunch of choices and new talent trees. Mm -hmm. They have four specs, and they do things all differently and, like, whatever. So there's a lot of choice you can choose in all of that. Yeah. But something like a warrior, which is... Or even a rogue or a warlock. Like Like a one-trick pony. Hey, here's your meathead. I do DPS. Like, all right. Let's kind of... Like, warrior to me just sounds like it's going to be so boring. But... Maybe a warrior player will love it, but we we haven't seen it, so I have no idea. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see as it goes. I've played around with the druid one a little bit, uh, and there's definitely some interesting choices where I'll need to see them more and like practice how they would work out. But or like in certain situations again, because you get to some talents and you pick one or the other, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, do I pick the uh, the safer one that's better for healing or do I pick the one that allows me to do more damage while I'm healing this dungeon uh, well, well we're going up pretty high and so while damage is important I need to make sure we all live because they'll do the damage so you know there, there's options and that's what I like yeah it'll be interesting to see how it pans out I mean the majority of what's really going to happen and I'm going to try and well, I'm going to do it, but like I said, I'm probably going to have like eight pages saved or whatever. But what's going to happen for uh, 85 to 90% of people, Google.com, what's the thing I do yeah. from you know all the top ends that have just, are just building out talent trees? Yeah. So eventually someone's going to figure out the optimum, right, like here's optimum your, thing for X, and then you're Here's your optimum go. generic one. Like yeah. you don't really need to change much if you're just pugging around. But then you'll see people that are like, oh, what's the some of the top mythic teams doing and you go look at like what their dungeon stuff is and you're like oh okay all right i see what they're kind of going for and then then you can start kind of like crafting around your own type of thing like once you understand it more but yeah it'll be interesting questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on microsoft has confirmed that it is experiencing shortages of their xbox controllers add to the list they also some of the best controllers, so yeah. not, a, not a shock. Number two, Uncharted is coming to Netflix on July 15th. If you're curious about the movie, I'm not. Number three, Xbox Cloud Gaming is getting mouse and keyboard support and latency improvements. Microsoft has been working on a new display details API, which can save up to 72 milliseconds of latency overall. That's a lot of latency. That is a lot. Number four, there is a there is currently no way to finish Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 on the Switch. Haha. <laughs> why would you want to? You know what I mean though? Yeah. Uh the Basilisk Wardroid cutscene apparently causes the game to crash and there's no way to get past it. That's funny. The game's how old? Too old to be having these types of bugs. Number five, No Man's Sky is coming to the Switch on October seventh. And there is a physical copy too. That's wild to me. I can't imagine No Man's Sky running on the Switch. I can't imagine it running well. Like, can you imagine the planet transitions? Like, the space and the oh planet. Oh, Or any of them landing into the, the hubs, running around yeah. and getting back. It's the whole thing. Not even just the space. Get into your thing because you want to move 400 meters away and don't want to walk. Yeah. <laughs> on June 16th, Babylon's Fall reached zero concurrent players on Steam. That Good game. news, it's back up to about three. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they all know each other? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Number seven, Bungie has filed a $7.6 million lawsuit against a Destiny 2 fake DMCA takedown sender. I love this one. Uh, because if you read the story and read into it, I'm it's not. actually a Destiny creator on YouTube who they struck... 
because he wasn't doing anything transformative according to them. Mm-hmm. So they struck him, and then he got pissed and struck everybody doing something similar. No, oh, that they hadn't, that they were letting go because they were considering them transformative enough. Mm. And, interesting. And they all knew each other, and he was lying to their faces. Awesome. Yeah, there's some Twitter stuff about it, and I was like, oh, drama. shit. Lots of drama. Didn't realize it was so drama-filled. Yeah, they're like, I personally knew him, and like, nah, he's dead to me now. Wow. And I was like, shit. AMD number eight confirmed that it will launch its Ryzen 7000 Raphael X CPUs, Ninja Turtle theme, mm-hmm. based on the Zen 4 architecture with 3D vCache later this year. I say, hmm. hmm? You dropping one of those in like a 40 series car? Because I'm going to buy them. Dude, I'm, I'm hearing all these horror stories about, uh, not that it matters to you because you're the uh, fucking aggressively large PC person. Uh, power supply. Oh, I was like, I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> the the power consumption numbers on the new graphics cards, I guess, are is like astronomical. Listen, man, give me a 40 series. And now I like that because we were worried that the 3D V cache would be late. Well, that's what they originally said. They were like, oh, we only have one production line, so we're not going to. Yeah. We're not going to. But now if you're going to put the 3D V cache in, I'm like, oh, sign me up. You're going yeah. to give me that and Dragonflight in the same month? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Skate 4. You have to upgrade to that 4K monitor. For World of War. Shut the fuck up. Come on, bro. Just go all in. No. <laughs> The computer's going to be enough money. All right, just trying to make sure your experience is good. It will be. Okay. Once I have those parts, those damn meddling kids. Number nine, Skate 4 will reportedly be showcased for the first time in July. Get ready for that to be in a 2023, maybe. Uh, Number 10, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 remake were planned and now are canned. Because Vicarious Visions I got merged into Blizzard. Nice. Look at that. Look at that. It's like I'm professional over here. Number 11, the final launch date for God of War Ragnarok may be announced by Sony on June 30th. Uh, for people keeping track at home, that is Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. I don't know. Thursday I don't is. know calendars. Number 12, a new rumor from movie TV insider Christian Harloff suggests that Cal Kestis, the main protagonist of the Respawn Entertainment's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, could get his own live-action Disney Plus series, and Nate has never wanted to vomit faster. It's a it's it's a possibility for sure, unfortunately. God, it needs to I not think, be. Uh, I think there might be some... Some uh, linking of characters. Let's just not. I got a, I got an idea, Matt. Let's not. How about no? How about no? Scotty, no. You're really going to like the next one. <laughs> Number 13, Tom Henderson. <sighs> According to Leaker, Tom Henderson, Ubisoft is planning to re-reveal Skull and Bones the week of July 4th via a live stream featuring a trailer, gameplay, developer commentary, and more. It's also expected to get a re- release date, and Nate is going to watch the shit out of that. <laughs> going to do some Mystery or, Science Theater 3000 Oh, 110%. I almost wanted, like, whatever that time is, that week, I will leave work and come to your house, and we will just have a whole... Th- I'll bring popcorn <laughs> and everything. Just for me to the entire time go, no, wrong, no. <laughs> Number 14, Summer Games Done Quick. The annual summer speedrunning marathon kicks off on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. So hell yeah, because that gives me something to watch all next week. And yes, Thursday was the day, the 30th, June I figured 30th. it out. I figured it out. I don't know, you know. You're one of those calendar people. They have a name. I don't know what it is. Uh, no, not really. What I did was I figured out what the day was, and then I just started counting the days. <laughs> I just counted really fast. Calendar person. Uh, somethingologist. Uh, I don't remember what it is. Are you looking it up? What? The calendar, calendar thing? I was going to, then I got distracted. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you a question, but then you were reading, so I was like, oh, I'll pause. But now I'm going to ask you the question. It's been seven days. What you been up to? 
Um, nothing. Chilling. Uh, do we we played Sniper Elite, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. I played Sniper Elite. Uh, I watched some shows. We played two, three missions, something like that. Yeah, I went back afterwards the other the other day. I went back and got my workbenches that I was missing. The there was level three. The I was missing two workbenches. Oh, you were missing all of them then, because we went back into three to get one. Oh no no no! Three was three was the two you were missing that we said we're not going to go get because it was a nightmare to run to. That's yes. right. That's right. Which it was. Oh yeah, it was a nightmare. I couldn't fucking find one. Because like, it was, was the one up in the church where it's up and up. No, it was the one. It was this like resistance thing that you had to like kind of go. There was just like a random door you had to go through, and then it was like a little. It was it was dumb. Hey, I found it. Just was. I think it was just dumb luck. Like yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, that whole. It's like that, a rat that rat's nest. It was yeah, because that was the one map where we I, I went to spawn us in, and I was looking at the other starting locations. I was like, "There's not actually anything good to run to these." I was like just running around, like trying to find it, and like I was like aggroing everyone and like setting alarms off. I got to the point where I was in a doorway, and I ran out of ammo because I was there was like just there was a bodies fucking everywhere <laughs> just people and i like people. ran out of ammo and i just started like meleeing people like and they because they come in i melee them come in i melee them come in. it was just bodies everywhere so i was like what the fuck but i also hopped on um i i looked through the steam game sales and then um yeah steam summer sale yep and then i uh re-downloaded slash updated um, SnowRunner. So, because I've been kind of getting that bug. Um, and that's about it, I think. It's a dangerous bug to get. Oh, I'm listening to a book uh, about the first six frigates of the U.S. Navy. I, I You know what? I would have guessed Alexander. So, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting stuff. Um, they go through like, did you know about the first and second Barbary Wars? No, never heard of them. Uh, yeah, I've never. It I was where, trying to think. There, Barbary for some reason is coming to me for something, but not a war, like a person's name. But I don't know if I, I might be thinking of somebody entirely wrong. Maybe I don't know. No, Bar. That's Barnaby. That's what I was thinking of Barnaby. Um, the first one took place before the War of eighteen twelve. The second one was after the War of eighteen twelve. Oh, well, of course, they were busy in the middle. Yep, and um, <laughs> yeah, the second one pirates. It was essentially you, the U.S. at war with pirates and the pilot pirates. Like, uh, is that just pirate nations? Is that just so, Cur- pirates of the Caribbean, like the third movie, basically or the fourth movie, uh, Tripoli. Uh, of course, it's Tripoli. I think it, at the time it was called uh, Algier, or Alger, and it, but it's out modern day Algeria. And there was a third one in there too, but I can't remember what it is because I don't think it exists anymore. I no. think I think England ended up just straight up obliterating it, wiping it yeah. afterwards. But yeah, fascinating. Um, yeah, War of eighteen twelve, and uh, that's where I'm at. I got a couple hours left in that, and that's it. What are you up Interesting. to? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft, of course. The uh, the show, Gran Turismo, Sniper Elite, mm-hmm. Shredder's Revenge, TMNT. Yeah, Shredder's Revenge. How's that going? Pretty good. Good game. Vibing with it, feeling it. Yeah. Brings me back. I only play like a level a day, and then I kind of take a couple of days. I really like it, but I don't want to burn through it. That's fair. Because uh, I, I know it's going to be short, and I could just burn through it sitting down to get it done, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's I want to enjoy it. That's fair. Uh, Had a lot of fun with Sniper Elite. Yeah, it's good. We, we're coming close to needing to turn it on to Authentic. Yeah, I it's... I. We might have to fuck with things because I feel like going straight to authentic might be too much because you lose any sort of like. Yeah, I mean, we can do the custom stuff and, and then just like yeah. forcefully maybe, turn on a bunch. Maybe of things. what we should do is replay the first level on authentic because it's kind of like a, it's like a safe level. Well, that we've already done it, so yeah, yeah, it, that would make sense. Just to, to get a feel for like because you lose any sort of assistance and everything, assistance, yeah. so you got to figure out bullet drop, wind, yeah. and all that windage. Yeah, and... so that that would be true. We should probably replay the first one on authentic and yeah. see how it goes. That's the one I'm worried about because like 
I don't think like I would be able to make long range shots. It would just have to be like a complete like shoot and hope that you yeah are close shoots and spotters type of thing. Yeah, yeah. like uh, you're down to the right, and everybody's looking at you now. Yeah, because you you get like maybe two shots, and then that's yeah, yeah, it. yeah, maybe two. And if you're sound masking, you can probably keep them up. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would that would be the play. Play one back on authentic. But we've been playing on hard and. Uh, only the third mission gave us any difficulty, and that was honestly because we got bored. Yeah, we were just impatient. And yeah. we just like, I don't want to fucking deal with all this. Like, like, we had fun sniping for the bit. And then we did all that, and they're like, okay, everybody's mostly dead. Then obviously you walk closer, and you're like, oh, no, there's actually like 15 people sitting mm-hmm. in this building. Well, bad news. <laughs> here I go. I'm going loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, here I go. I'm killing again. <laughs> or it's a mix between that and the hot fuzz. Yeah, shame, shame, <laughs> shame. <laughs> just chambering rounds. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good scene. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's been fun. You blew up a crane. Yeah, that was random. <laughs> like, that was so random. Like to start, nobody's fired a shot yet, and to start the map mm-hmm. off, Matt blows up a crane. Something that, like, clearly we're supposed to do much later in the level, but whatever. That, Maybe that's, that's just some like little thing they snuck in there like oh you know you can shoot <laughs> you can maybe maybe you can like that would actually be really interesting if there was some like crazy shots you could make at the beginning of every level to where you could like complete the level like right at the start oh yeah like make like stuff way easier yeah but you can only make them from that spot that'd be yeah definitely be interesting i don't know there were it's been a lot of fun though yeah we're like halfway through so mm-hmm. four more level five more levels to go we got to play five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're right there. Mm-hmm. And wow, it's just been wow. Still just kind of vibing with people, chilling. Uh, maybe when season four starts or whatever, I'll kind of like hunt for a new home, mm-hmm. see what's around. Hunt for, well, I, I when I say a new home, I mean like more for a home for Dragonflight for rating, kind of go from there. Uh, that's that. Browse the Steam Summer Sale. I haven't really saw anything that like grabbed me. Yeah, I looked at um, like what they had for racing games, and that was really it. Some oh, other stuff, but it's kind of hard now, like because of Game Pass. Like you kind of yeah, you can get away with not needing to buy stuff on the Summer Sale for the yeah. most part because you'll probably be able to find it on Game Pass. The I mean, otherwise it's just been uh, I've been listening to Tower of Swallows still. Mm-hmm. I took it took a while off, like probably seven days or so from listening to that, and then picked it back up again. Still, just uh, the the psionic is the psionic and Siri are both just telling the story still. Mm. So it's just cutting back and forth between him giving the report to Tawny Owl, like mm. in the courtroom, yeah, and her telling uh, not vagabond. That's a title. Uh, the V guy that, that found her in the in the oh yeah yeah. yeah her telling him the story too so that's just all it really is mm-hmm. they're to the point where she's getting a sword she's getting her sword yeah she's okay they're at the Armor, swords yeah sword I guess, whatever call armor uh, yeah but yeah they're they're at that uh so yep moving along through that and then dealing with the uh, mower breaking again. Damn. That mower just giving me a that, run. That one pissed me off to where I almost just yeeted the entire mower deck. Which is, you know, frustrating. You just get it back and it's like, ah, Because I had, you know, had to detach it to figure out what was wrong. And then once I had it detached, I was like, I kind of want to just go pick you up and put you in the river. Yeah. I'm you. Like, I'm just annoyed now. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it is what it is. Live and deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more annoyed that there's a strip of unmowed grass in my north side. Yeah. That's the part that pisses me off. It's one thing to have the entire north done and not the south side. It's like a just a But just it's obvious. just now it's just a strip where I'm like, you son of a bitch. I've I came close to pulling out the push mower that I haven't started in like five years and being mm-hmm. like, I'm just getting this done. Yeah. 
<laughs> that I don't even know if it would run. <laughs> it's probably seized. Nah, it's you know it would run. But anyway, yeah, that's all I've been up to. Just chilling, vibing, vibing indeed. All right, well, it's been seven days. Uh, hopefully, in the next seven, more rights don't get removed as humans. But you know, hey. That's the uh, world we live in. God, I fucking hate that. That dystopian. We're we're in the end game now. Oh, God, it's not even dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me those gems. <laughs> Let me snap reality to be what I want. I'll take it. I mean, come on, can't get any worse. worse. (laughs) (laughs) And it does. Famous last words. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, it'll be uh, seven days. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.